Clou, Kai Clou, Hedran Clou. To what's this Dao all about? A lighthearted look at Taoism featuring Dr. Carl Totten and Todd Perry. Carl is the founder of the Taoist Institute in North Hollywood, California. Todd Perry knows a little about Taoism and is mainly here because he owns a few microphones. Now, let's learn what's this Dao all about. Welcome back to What's This Dow All About? My name is Todd Perry, and with me is C. Joe, Dr. Carl Totten. Howdy, howdy. In our forever, never-ending quest to get to the heart, to the bottom of the slippery, nebulous, <laughs> ever-present, ever-changing Dow. And to... Trying to ascend to Mount Dow. Yes. <laughs> uh... Yes, which is it's like, it's like being Sisyphus <laughs> or the, the rock. Uh, so uh, before we get into the fun stuff today, we're going to talk about Taoist health, and we're going to talk about... I'm going to, I'm going to talk a little bit about my own translations of the Tao Te Ching. Mm. We're going to have a little bit of fun there. If we can have fun on a show about <laughs> spirituality. That's why I like the Tao. It asks you to have fun with it. One of my teachers used to always say, number one is fun. Right. And then uh, we'll get to a chapter of the Tao Te Ching if we have time. But before that, just upcoming real quick, uh, Dr. Totten has the Immortals Weekend happening at the Taoist Institute, May 21st and 22nd of 2016. We want to remind yes. people about that. Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Saturday morning, one of my colleagues, uh, Dr. Tom McCombs, he's a physician and a longtime student of the Tao. Okay. He will be teaching a Taoist Qigong practice for long life and good health. All right. And then later, I'm, I've actually am assembling, uh, over half a dozen of Taoist abbots, advanced Taoist practitioners and... I'm going to have like a little panel discussion uh, with them uh, on uh, kind of Dow for now. (laughs) And then we're going to have a little conclave talking about the future of our tradition. And uh, banquet, of course, you got to eat, got to eat, got to eat. You got to eat. And then the next day I'm bringing one of my teachers, uh, Master Yohun Kim. He's a a Zen master, although he would deny it. Hmm. But uh, (laughs) but he is, (laughs) among many, many other things. Hard to pin down what he is or isn't. Yeah. Uh, But uh, he's coming uh, from 10 to 1. And so two mornings in a row, Saturday and Sunday, I'm calling it a Taoist Immortals Weekend, because it's also the birthday of two of our Taoist Immortals. You know, there's the famous eight Immortals of Taoism. Yes. And um, one of them, uh, Lu Tung Pen, is uh, literally kind of the person who started our particular tradition, and his teacher, Chung Li Chuen, his, uh, their birthdays are Saturday and Sunday, so... Immortals Weekend. Commemorate that. <laughs> now, here, here's the interesting, so the, the nine Taoist abbots you have are are they from around this area, or yes. are they from all over the country? Or? Yeah, well, yeah, from now all over the country, literally from coast to coast. Yeah. But at one time or another, most of them were studying you know, here with me or my teachers. And um, 
you know, and then from Los Angeles, there was the Los Angeles Taoist Sanctuary, which then became, when I opened it, the Taoist Institute. We're talking about back in the 70s and 80s, mm. <laughs> you know, a while back. Yeah. And then there was the Taoist Sanctuary. The first one branch out was in San Diego, and then there was one in Tempe, and then there was up one up in Seattle, and then they some of their students, you know, branched out, and I think one's in Louisiana, some are in Florida. I mean, they're, they're all... They're all over the place. Yeah. One's kind of literally kind of a wandering Taoist. <laughs> he ah. takes his ministry on the road. <laughs> and so I'm conv- bring, but for the first time, I'm bringing them all back home. <laughs> this would be like if, if you had a, if you had like the Harvest Crusade they have at Anaheim Stadium, the, the big Christian <laughs> event. This would be like if you had Joel Osteen, and then you had like Creflo Dollar, and then you had like <laughs> Benny Hinn, uh, and you, all in the same place. Pat Robertson, all, Billy Graham or his son, Robert Schuler, all in the same room. One price, one deal. So come on down. Come on down. And again, they can go to the website and find information about that and other things that we have going on here. Awesome. So we're going to get right into it. So uh, Taoist health. So what is, how should Taoists look at health? Uh, Let me tell you my perception real quick and then you. Yes. I've found that lots of this stuff in the Tao uh, that that I've read, it's almost, uh, again, it's it's always about not overdoing it in the Tao. Moderation. Moderation. And that someone who is in the Tao would exercise moderately like they wouldn't be a marathon runner they would be somebody that has a simple practice they do consistently that you know they, they don't destroy their body in the in the in trying to build it up <laughs> that's my perception uh, you, yeah destroying your body in pursuit of health uh, there's something wrong with that <laughs> what kind of people do right well, i know they, they do funky diets or they they weight lift you know that is not the taoist way no and so i would assume it would be a very moderate consistent long-term path to health which involves eating decently but enjoying yourself from time to time and having a brisket. You know? Yes. <laughs> so what is health from a Taoist perspective? Great question that I decided to ask. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, you know, my teacher said, uh, he said a couple of things the first day of class. One, he said, first you help yourself, then you help the people. Helping yourself involves your health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and helping other people involves their health. Yeah. And uh, he, he also said explicitly, he said, Kung Fu is for your health. Because all the practices that we do, standing in stances, exercising, punching, kicking, moving around, acting like the animal, moving your body like a tiger or a snake or a crane yeah. or a monkey or whatever, is extremely just beneficial for your health, just moving like that. Yeah. And also not getting your butt kicked is good for your health. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Right. The other thing is that, yeah, not getting, not letting somebody take a hammer and crack your skull open, uh, that's very advantageous for your health. Yes. <laughs> I can think a few things worse for your health than that. Right. <laughs> Actually, so we can't let that happen either. But what is health? It, it, first of all, it's more than just the mere absence of disease and requires active participation from each one of us in order to m- manifest in well-being and good health. It's not something just left to chance, mm. because if you leave it to chance, you know what you're going to get? 
Uh, Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Get a coronary. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And that's not nearly good enough. So each one of us, first of all, needs to take an inventory to determine an optimal balance of nutrition, rest, meditation, activity, mindfulness, interaction, study, contemplation, exploring interests, being in nature, that's a big one, and just letting go and resting in our beingness. And so it's not a one-size-fits-all prescription because every human being is different. And everything interacts. And everything interacts. If you just take care of the mind, you also have the body, which eventually will affect the mind. Right, right. And so there's an old saying that, you know, if you let the body go, sooner or later it's going to affect your mind. (laughs) And vice versa. So it has to be holistic. It has to look at all areas of human functioning. And... A good way to do that is, again, by taking a, a good look and seeing, you know, in, in terms of the different dimensions of health, there's mental and emotional health, there's physical health, there's spiritual health, there's interactional, interrelational health, there's community health, there's national health, there's international health. Yeah. On each one of those levels, starting with yourself and your own mind and emotions and uh, body, what type of balance do you have? You know, are, are you getting enough rest? Are you sleeping too much, on the other hand? Mm-hmm. Are you too active and burning yourself out? Uh, and, and, these, and it's not static. You know, what you needed at 8 years old and what you needed at 18 years old and at 28 and at 38 are all different. Oh, Your yeah. body's changing. Oh, Your definitely. metabolism changes all the time. Yes. Particularly over time. And so you have to be, you have to have exercise some uh, good observations so you can use good judgment and discernment in determining what you need. And so as a Taoist practitioner, as a holistic health practitioner, as a clinical and health psychologist, what I do when people come to me is to take this inventory and, and assist people in finding a, a balanced program that's going to work for them. Right. And the program I, I call a gong, G-O-N-G. We're All not right. talking about, you know, bang a gong. <laughs> oh, that was a great song. Oh, yeah. No, but uh, <laughs> gong means works. So like gong fu is hard work. Qi gong is in energy work. And so I help people select what balance of activities and nutrition and rest and so on well, they need at this particular time in their life to maximize the dynamic balance that's going to allow them to manifest good health. Right. Good health. And I think that, oh, and by the way, a gong, uh, so you, this is written down. It becomes a contract between you and yourself and the Tao. Yeah. And you date it every day. So it's good to have like a journal or something with dates on it. So you can write down what are you going to do every day, and then you check it off after you've done it. Remember, we're creatures of habit, and now we're trying to inculcate, we're trying to build in a good, positive habit, because Mm. believe me, we've got bad ones. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're trying to let recede while we increase the amount of effort and attention to these uh, good habits. And so one gong, one complete section of practice is 100 days. Okay. 100 now, days. Now, is that, is that 
is that an ancient Chinese thing, or is that what you put together in your No, no, your I, I, didn't, I didn't invent this. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. None of these things that I invent, I just put them together in a certain way. <laughs> yeah, alchemy. No, that's been around. Yeah, it's, it's just how, how my alchemy that I do. And, um, and so we're trying to create a state of dynamic wellness, which, is, of course, is in harmony with the rhythms of uh, Mother Nature and the Earth and the mm-hmm. Tao, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at nature, right? Uh, every every year is different, but yet every year, without fail, there is a spring, there is a summer, right. there is a fall, and there is a winter. And our rhythm needs to be in alignment with that. When it's pouring rain and snowing outside, uh, that's going to affect what you do. When it's bright and sunny and airy and warm outside, that's going to affect what you do, right? right? And so we, we have to learn from nature and do things that are appropriate for the moment. Mm-hmm. And again, that, that might change a bit for everyone, but there are certain things that are going to be very similar for everyone as well. Yeah. Because these rhythms of nature, again, they're different every year, but they are also the same every mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And we need to find that about our nature, too. What's different every second, because every second is different, but yet what's also the same. And the cycles are usually what, again, they're changing, but yet they're always there, so they're always the same. Isn't that fascinating? That's called yin and yang, by the way. (laughs) Chinese had a word for that. So that's really the Taoist perspective, I think, on health. We are active participants in establishing our our health, and we don't merely wait around for something to go wrong and then go running to somebody and saying, fix me, fix it, fix me. No, we have to become active, conscious consumers of health. And I think I, I, I always tell my students that what we practice you know, the uh, martial arts, the Kung Fu, the Tai Chi, the meditation, the Qigong, all these practices that we do are actually life insurance and mm. health insurance. Right. Because you are actively creating your health to save and improve the quality of your life. Right. Whereas regular life insurance, well, that only kicks in when you're deceased, (laughs) and regular health insurance, well, that typically uh, kicks in when you're sick. Right, yeah. And uh, in classical Chinese medicine, the best doctor, the highest doctor, is the one who is a teacher who teaches their client patients to take care of themselves so they essentially rarely, if ever, become ill. And when they do become ill, it's very short, it's very mild, and they know precisely what to do to help themselves restore and return to good health to good health you know i i think personally uh i i think i am someone of average health i don't think i'm the healthiest person on earth but i I don't think i'm unhealthy right Mm -hmm. and the way i look at it is it's it's kind of like a woo way thing where i know the way i work naturally so i try to line everything up like uh, every day, like I work from home, so mm-hmm. I don't buy a bunch of junk food in the house, or else I'm gonna <laughs> eat the junk food. Like it's simple, stupid, but like <laughs> I, 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 I know that habitually because I'm I'm working on creative stuff during the day. I don't want to think too much about what I eat or whatever, so I just have tons of cans of tuna, mm. and I make myself a tuna sandwich every day. <laughs> cost you a buck fifty, and it's a relatively healthy meal. Wheat bread, you know. Yes, and then. 
for my exercise, I really enjoy playing golf. So mm. golf is good exercise, and it's something I look forward to doing that I plan to do that I do with my friends. And so it's a something that's good for my health, but also something I, re- I enjoy yes. and that I'm going to keep up a habit of doing because I enjoy it so much. Plus, being out there on the greens is lovely. Oh, and being out there with nature. Yes. And when I first started hearing of the Dow, I, and I was playing golf, and I was like, oh, it, this totally makes sense because in golf, when you go to hit a ball, you know, your instinct is, I'm going to swing as hard as hell to hit this ball how I want. Mm. No, no, no. Big mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> the, the golfer's prayer is, God, give me the strength to swing easy. And it's very Taoist, and it's very kind of, you're in your own mind. And so you have to mentally condition yourself to be in the moment to hit that ball because if I'm thinking too much, you're done. You're yes. done. You can't swing right. It has to be this natural flow. Like we someone, should probably write a book on the Tao of golf. I think there might be. There one was a out. book on the Zen and the art of golf. Remember years ago, but probably there, there, yeah. there was a Zen book on that. But yeah, we should. I don't know if there's one on. Yeah, yeah, that could be applicable to many, many different fields of endeavor. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, to think about that. <laughs> the the best way to screw somebody up playing golf is if you're playing with your buddy and you go. Don't think about your mother during your backswing. <laughs> Swear to you sit over the ball and you get ready to take that ball, but suddenly a picture of your mom strikes in your head and you shank it off. That is, it's going right into the rough. It's yeah, you're, you're screwed. And so that's you know, but I'm, but that's how I think like with myself. How do I kind of use my own personality and create a kind of road yes. of some health? Activity I really enjoy. You do you know do that once a week. I have dogs, so I make sure I take mm, the dogs on a long yes. walk every day, and then I put I keep reasonably healthy food in the house so that mm-hmm. when I eat my lunch and it's mm-hmm. easy for me to make and it's just boom there you go. Yes. I don't have to. I don't make. I try not to make being healthy something I have to go run out and stress about, or else I'm just not going to do it. No. It's just a simple, simple, easy simplicity. way. That's the key, Con- but uh, with consistency. Yes. Can't be something you do, you know, once a month. No, no, no. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, because you know why our bodies love rhythm. Mm-hmm. They love routine and they and it loves consistency. It's the brain where we have to get this <laughs> that idea across. Right. The body loves it. Right. But your brain, uh, brain sometimes uh, as we know, like you said, the monkey mind, it's got oh. uh, it's running on uh, so many different channels at the same time. Yeah. And it can't help itself but be bipolar, right? Yeah. This, that, right, wrong, left brain, right brain. It's, it's built into its very structure. Yeah. And so we have to understand that our brain sometimes is not going to be giving us necessarily the best uh, advice. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's why you want to write, you want to discern... Uh, sometimes with some assistance, what really is in your best uh, balanced uh, interest, mm-hmm. like you said, in terms of activity, rest, sleep, interaction, what's fun, what do you enjoy, yeah. all those things. What's really good for you, what's not so good for you, mm-hmm. uh, because there's things to add and there's things to subtract. Right. Right. If one is smoking too much, yeah. drinking too much, yeah. right? lying around on the computer too much. Yeah. Right? Oh, see, th- those things have a co- exact uh, a cost. Oh yeah, there's a cost to all of that. <laughs> is it? Uh, 
equal and opposite reaction. <laughs> Take what you want, but you will pay. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you will pay if you do those things. And uh, so, amazingly, uh, if you screw with your serotonin levels, <laughs> drug use for a long time, your serotonin levels will not work appropriately. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. uh, it's called a uh, organic mood disorder. Very, very difficult to repair. Oof. Very, very difficult. Yeah. That's why when you get, particularly when you have young um, kids, you know, in their early um, adolescence, their teens, thir 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, mm -hmm. and their nervous system, body, brain is developing, uh, you know, at rapid uh, rates. And then they start throwing in all kinds of chemical stuff in there, mm -hmm. not to mention what they're eating. Yeah. You know, if they're putting in all those uh, energy drinks and Coke and, oh, and yeah. you know, sodas and things and junk food and sugar. And then, and then in addition to that, putting in uh, who knows what's in the drugs they're taking. Yeah. Um, Again, you you can wind up with a very serious organic mental illness by the time you're 18 or 19. That's very very difficult to treat. Mm. Very difficult. Sad. Yeah. Sad. You can't. You can't. You can't, you can't. It's tough to repair brain tissue. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the brain is is has its plasticity. It it can learn and grow and change, but if you've really damaged it badly. It's a talk about uh, Sisyphus. Yeah, you're going to definitely be pushing a big rock uphill for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and why do that to yourself? Right. You know, a life should not be a struggle. It should not be suffering. It should be fun. Right. It should be joy. It should be joy. Bless, even. Speaking of fun, okay, I've been thinking, <laughs> thinking about this now. Now, Dr. Carl, could you grab your book of the Tao Te Ching real mm -hmm. quick? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you read... One, uh, I'll name a chapter and ask you to read it. Oh, okay. And then I will give a uh, translation. A Todd Perry version. Todd, yeah. Because here's the thing. I've, I have found, I was talking to you earlier about how I was trying to buy a, some, a table for a studio I have at home from a neighbor during a garage sale. And she says, oh, do you do podcasts? I said, yeah. And... I, I, she goes, oh, "What do you do?" You know, and I said, "Well, I do a show on Taoism." And then you get a, you get a blank look <laughs> many times because people don't know what it is. It's not their fault, you know. No. They just haven't heard of it. it. Just hasn't crossed their mind or whatever. So then I always have to explain. And now, the what's thing, that Tao all about? What is this? Yeah, <laughs> listen, to, we're, we're, we've been trying to figure it out. It's a show we're trying to figure out what we're talking about. It's very esoteric, but. For for many people, I think, lots of times Eastern religions, or Eastern spirituality are many times seen and sold to people almost in a pretentious way. Yes. Like you have the guy and they have the pan flute in the background. That's why I wanted to do this show because if anything, there was anything online about Taoism, it was a, a, a pan flute in the background and a guy going, very deep, you know, and it was <laughs> this kind of. There was no fun in it. It was not how I saw the Tao, and I said, you know, need to do something where it's actually the Tao is fun, and the Tao yes. is entertaining, and the Tao is a little bit of anarchy in it, and it's it's kind of uh, subversive, you know. <laughs> I mean, but I didn't feel anybody was doing that, so I luckily I found you, Doctor Carl. We're able to hey, do this. Hey, if you want something done right. To do it yourself, I know absolutely. So, so then I thought, you know, what if, what if, 
you know, even still, I think the Tao may be, if you just gave somebody a book of the Tao to Ching, it might be kind of impenetrable (laughs) for just somebody sitting at a bus stop one day looking at this book. You know, you kind of need an entryway to it. So I thought... What if for the average, I don't know, save for a better term, Joe Sixpack out there, <laughs> if I could create the Tao Te Ching for that guy, and then they can kind of get into different stuff or even some of the more uh, difficult translations. Like I have one translation at home, and it's a, it's a real, like your head hurts after each <laughs> sentence. And then some like yours is just beautiful, eloquent, and nice. So I came up with one. So, okay, first I decided to translate chapter one. Oh. So okay, talk about going back to the beginning. Yes, because <laughs> this, I guess, this the you know, you got to start here. Yes. So you want to read chapter one? Yes. Okay. Right. The Tao that can be told is not the eternal Tao. The name that can be named is not the eternal name. The nameless is the beginning of heaven and earth. The named is the mother of 10,000 things. Ever desireless, one can see the mystery. Ever desiring, one can see the manifestations. These two spring from the same source, but differ in name. This appears as darkness, darkness within darkness, the gate to all mystery. So now here's my version. Words are only descriptions, so the Tao cannot be put into words. Things are constantly changing, so their names will never be permanent. It was during the Big Bang that heaven and earth sprang. Our need to name things creates false distinctions. Look at the world without desire, and it will show you its secrets. Look with desire, and you'll only find yourself projected into it. It doesn't matter what you call things, they're all the same. When you look back, regardless of what anything's called, it all comes from the same place, that blank space before the Big Bang. Hmm... Nice. All right, all right. Nice. I like that. Hopefully colloquial yeah. enough. <laughs> Very cool. And I think, you know, uh, I, always, I always see as the kind of the beginning that they talk about in Chapter 1 is, is very similar to the, the Big Bang. And that kind of how something came from when they really study these things, there's this almost a void yes. and with these particles. And then suddenly something broke through. And now, of course, there are there are several books that are looking at the connection. They recognize the similarity between modern quantum mechanics, physics, quantum physics, and the Tao. Right? There are yeah. books on that. Yeah. The Dancing uh, Wu Li Masters. Yes. Yeah. And the Tao of Physics are some of the classics, uh, w- looking at that connection yeah. and the similarities. Yeah. So yes, yes. They were on before. Way, the funny thing is, you you look at that and you think, way you know, way before you know the the concept of the Big Bang came out. These guys, what three thousand years ago, four thousand years ago, maybe right? Uh, we're we're onto something. Yes. Well, and 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 I think it's I know it's because they were attending to their connection with nature, mm-hmm. and they noticed things. And they commented on what they were noticing. And it, nature revealed the mystery. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they, they perceived the manifestations. <laughs> yes. All right. We have chapter eight here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, yeah. chapter, chapter eight. Eight. So I did a translation like this. Which is 
The highest good is like water. Water gives life to the ten thousand things and does not strive. It flows in places men reject, and so is like the Tao. In dwelling, be close to the land. In meditation, go deep in the heart. In dealing with others, be gentle and kind. In speech, be true. In ruling, be just. In business, be competent. In action, watch the timing. No fight, no blame. Hmm. Improve on that, Todd. Okay. <laughs> the best you can do is be like water. Water, create, uh, water creates everything effortlessly. Water goes to p- places most men wouldn't step foot, so it's like the Tao. Keep yourself grounded at home. When you meditate, feel it in your heart. When you talk, keep it real. Handle your business. Move with swag. Don't fight and don't point the finger. <laughs> That's pretty good. Is that pretty good. I think the average guy would get that, right? You know? First there was Lao Tzu, then there was Todd Pierce. That's right. That's right. Second coming. That, Lao Tzu, Chong Tzu, Todd Pierce. Yeah, I, I remember this one great uh, line from uh, Master Po in uh, the Kung Fu television series where he was speaking to the grasshopper and he says, Is not one the other? Is the other not one? <laughs> yes. I like that. All right. I got one last one here. Which chapter is this? Chapter 71. Whoa. Near the end. Near the end. If there is an end. Well, it's funny. <laughs> right. Cl- back towards the beginning, maybe. Yeah. I think it goes in a circle. And yeah. It just repeats. <laughs> yep. This is a very short chapter. Yep. Knowing ignorance is strength. Ignoring knowledge is sickness. If one is sick of sickness, then one is not sick. The sage is not sick because he is sick of sickness. Therefore, he is not sick. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's like a tongue twister almost. Uh, chapter 71. Don't try to act like you know stuff that you don't. <laughs> Being in denial about your limitations is a disease. When you're honest about your limitations, then you can improve them. The Tao Master's way of curing problems is to point them out. When you see that you have a problem, then you can fix it. It's very, you know. So you have a problem, then you can fix it. Come on. Come on, baby. Yeah, yeah anyone can get that, right? Yeah. Well, now let's, I say now, let's finish off today's show with discussing a chapter of the Tao Te Ching from the words of Lao Tzu. And I think we have, for today's show, we have chapter 12 of the Tao Te Ching. Chapter 12. The five colors blind the eye. The five tones deafen the ear. The five flavors dull the taste. Racing and hunting madden the mind. Precious things lead one astray. Therefore, the sage is guided by what he feels and not by what he sees. He lets go of that and chooses this. Yes. Mm. The five colors blind the eye. The five, the five flavors dull the taste. It's very much like I've kind of screwed myself in that I really like hot sauce. <laughs> 
I love I have like ghost chili hot sauce. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love eating hot wings. I just you get the endorphins and it's like a rush and so I nothing beats <laughs> buffalo wings and football, you know. But the thing is that now I kind of need to put hot sauce on everything because I'm used to that amped up taste mm-hmm. and then everything tastes bland because <laughs> I've done that, you know. So in, in a certain way that all that flavor, you know, you know, yeah, can it's like can you even taste the food anymore? <laughs> right, right, and it's just because I acclimated myself to that. We were discussing on a previous show about the bowl of rice, but the guy who just concentrates on the rice and yes. finds all this flavor because he's in the moment yes. and everything, versus having to eat something that slaps you upside the head <laughs> in order to enjoy it. Right, <laughs> and and you know our five senses is how uh, most of us, of course, we have no choice here. This is how we perceive and interact with the world Mm -hmm. however the five senses have limitations and if all we can perceive of the universe is only what we can see and feel and taste and touch and hear and that is remember things in here in the third dimensional reality exist along a very narrow spectrum or band, an electromagnetic band. Right. And it's very, very, very slim. We're only attuned to a portion of that. Yes. When reality is infinitesimally higher than all of that. And we can't even, we literally cannot even imagine. Right. It's like trying to imagine the Tao. <laughs> right. And uh, which Lao Tzu, of course, was wise enough to say in the first chapter, you can't do it. Right, yeah. <laughs> it can't be done, especially yeah. with words. Yeah. <laughs> Forget it. Uh, it can't be done. So our ego, of course, wants to be correct and wants to know. You know, the part of our self that wants to be right so it can feel like it's in control and it's controlling the outcomes of things. And in order to do that, our ego becomes a slave to the five senses. Mm. And by so doing, it cuts, our, our, our organism is cut off from all the rest of nature, which is outside of that bandwidth. Mm. And so the Taoists, and I think what Lao Tzu was, was cautioning here, in order to be more in attune with what is rather than what your narrow senses has conditioned you to believe what the limitations of what can be in terms of reality, in order to let go of that, we have to move beyond what's comfortable, which are those five senses. Mm -hmm. And how do we do that? Well, that's what this Tao is all about. Right. A lot of it has to do with attitude. A lot of it has to do with uh, meditation, which, of course, is affected by attitude and, what, and also affects attitude. A lot of it has to b- do with being able to say, I don't know. Mm. We were saying earlier. We were yeah. saying earlier. You don't have to know everything. Because if you think you have to know everything in order to control all the outcomes of everything... Uh, you're going to be suffering quite a bit in this existence Mm -hmm. because there are a lot of things that are frankly right now unknowable. 
And one of the reasons they're unknowable is because we're trying to perceive them through the narrow band of our five senses. Right. And so isn't it fascinating that by trying so hard to know, you actually wind up knowing much less. <laughs> now, that's Taoist if I ever heard yes. it. Yes. <laughs> it also, this feels like uh, on a kind of more less deep level than than you were speaking to it on. Uh, I, it's also saying don't be a slave to your senses as well. Don't, you know, don't just the kind of the pursuit of pleasure just through looking at something beautiful or, you know, uh, you know, hearing loud music, you know, or um, the flavor don't, you know, almost don't, don't eat too much when, you know, pursuing pleasure and that these things, because then it goes into precious things lead one astray. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the farther you get chasing things that are exotic, yes. you know, the more trouble you can get yourself into. Yes. You know. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, the Buddha, in fact, mm. uh, with his cautions about what? Attachment. Yes. Right? To, things, and... to things that are impermanent. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the five senses are attached to things that are impermanent. And so if we become overly enmeshed with those things, we are guaranteeing that we will be dissatisfied and suffer a great amount of pain. Yeah. And by expanding and being able to hold all of that without necessarily even knowing what it all is, but being open to learning and growing and discovering mm-hmm. moment by moment and not having a preconceived notion conditioned by the senses yeah. as to what reality is by letting go of that and just observing and allowing the universe to present itself to us in whatever manner the universe chooses to do that, that, I think, is much closer to a, a Taoist ideal of perception. It's an openness that isn't, that isn't limited by preconditions mm-hmm. because every second is what? Different, yeah. new, changing. And this second right now has never happened in the history of the universe. Right, right. It's uh, all we have. It's all, and it's all we have. It's all we have. So I love the symbol for infinity. Yeah. That figure eight turned on its side yeah. because it goes into the past and w- comes right back into the present moment. And then it goes into the future and dovetails right back to the present moment. Yeah. And where everything intersects in that. Yes. Yeah. Just like the yin and yang uh, symbol. Right. And so right, that's where the Taoist lives at what's known as the ridge pole of the universe. The ridge, what's, what's the ridge? The ridge pole. Ridge the ridge pole, P O L E, ridge pole of the universe, ah. right there on that balance point between yin and yang, accessible to all but attached to none. That is the Taoist way. And with that, thank you so much, Dr. Carl Totten. Pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you. And we will be back with some more. What's this Tao all about? Yeah.